What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Grogu's Gang podcast. My name is Carter. I'm your host. And today I'm joined by Mike and a special guest that I'm going to get to in a second. Unfortunately, Arda and Caleb are uh, other two people that we usually do it with. Um, they were unable to make it to the, um, today's recording, but I'm joined by Mike and also very special guest, Michelle from Ahsoka X Tano on Instagram, if you know her from there. Um, how you doing? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm doing great and I am very, I'm excited to be on and chat with you guys. Fantastic. Yes, I'm excited to have you on and um, unfortunately the boys are missing in action, but here you are, Ahsoka's here to talk about Bad Batch. So um, yeah, Michelle and I have been like friends for a long time. So yeah. Ages it seems. Ages, yeah. Literally since I've been on Instagram. So this yeah. is this is fun. Just really friends sitting around a water cooler talking about the bad batch perfect we're we're, we're bringing friends together on, on this thing right here. but um <laughs> yeah we're happy i'm happy to have both you guys on here um but today our topic is bad batch and before we get into that i just want to clarify a couple of things before we get started because i've gotten a lot of questions all of us have gotten a lot of questions about this and first of all the first episode of this show is releasing on may 4th I've seen a lot of people asking, I'm like, well, what's the first? May 4th is the first episode. So it drops on Bad Batch, May 4th. Yeah. And um, another thing that, that we saw in the questions, which was kind of funny, I just want to make, make it clear. None of us, I know you guys are getting your, your pre-book sent in for High Republic and everything, a little, a little early access and stuff like that. But we, we, none of us work for Lucasfilm or anything. So we don't, none of, none of what we say is confirmed or anything. Like Mike said, we're just, Star Wars fans, um, you know, just talking about our excitement for this show. But just want to make that short uh, clear, too, because I got a bunch of people <laughs> asking us about that. But yeah, man. Really? That's so, funny. I know. That, like people were inquiring about our our status or our if things are official. That's quite funny. <laughs> I know. It, it, it really, they're asking us, like, I'm like, I want to know this, too. They're asking us crazy <laughs> questions that we don't know. Um, I'm kind of scared. Like, yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah. I'll I'll be careful what I say on here. (laughs) (laughs) We could be spreading some major stuff right here and we'd have people believing us. But uh, (laughs) just that, I'm glad I got that out of the way, you know, um, just so everybody knows. And, um, but let's, let's get into these questions. So we, we put up our Q and A's. You guys sent us your questions. Bad batch is our theme. And our first question of the day it comes from Drake's on Instagram. Uh, he sent us the question, do they still have their chips in their heads? And he's talking about the inhibitor chips that all clones have, or so we think all clones have. What do you, what do you think, Mike? I want to hear your thing on this. You think the Bad Batch has the inhibitor chip? So, okay. So let me preface this a little. So what's funny about this is that when I was recording um, the Clone Wars breakdown episodes as they were airing on Disney or debuting on Disney Plus. I was uh, reviewing them with uh, ASW family, if you will. And one question that we just kept getting, and we were only reviewing the Mandalore arc, was yeah. did the Bad Batch um, uh, commit, uh, execute Order 66? And it was like, I thought, you know, there would be, you know, different questions like, what do you think Ahsoka? I mean, there was questions like, what do you think Ahsoka yeah. is up to now? But like the the frequent question was, 
the Bad Batch. And of course, the series hadn't been announced yet. So now we're, you know, we're going to get this answer. But I, for, I, because they're, um, like, I never thought that 99 had uh, a chip in his head. I just, uh, you know, he was more of a deformed clone. So I just felt like that in itself um, took the chip out of the question. Or maybe it's still there. I don't know, obviously. But I don't know. I feel like they're going to go with, no, they don't have it. And I've seen a lot of uh, fascinating theories, even revolving around the the sizzle reel that they released that like, you know, they're going back to Camino and then they're kind of in shell shock. Like what the heck is happening here? Like all these clones are, are not our brothers anymore. Like they're, they've turned into something else. So I'm, I mean, obviously I don't know the answer, but I'm just going to say that they don't have them, that they're genetically modified and therefore they do not have them. So, or obviously all the clones are sort of genetically modified. Right. Yeah. But I just feel like this is a special case that they do not have the chip. I love that. And I'm 100% with you. I think they never had them in the first place. Because, so it's funny, I, I think I told you both before we started, I just was watching the Bad Batch arc to like prep for this and to remind myself of the characters and whatnot. And do you remember the scene in the second episode of Distant Echo where... Rex asks Hunter, like, who do you guys report to? And he goes, like, oh, like, we talk, you know, oh, we receive orders from Cody. Point. Yeah. But, then, they, but mm-hmm. then he goes, but I couldn't tell you who. So that led me to think, like, oh, it would be so That's cool perfect. if they were getting orders or whatever, like, from Palpatine. But they never <sighs> knew it the whole time. So they'd never had ships in the first place because now in the Bad Batch, they're going to go on mercenary missions or special assignments from the highest ranks of the Empire, whether it's Palpatine or, like, Thrawn or Tarkin, right, who we see in the sizzle. So, yeah, I think they never wow. had the ships because they were never intended to be blind, like blind ro- or like, you know, yeah. blindly following robots once uh, execute or once order 66 was uh, begins. So, and, wow. And that's that great so that you sense. rewatched them. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> fascinating. Dang. I want to like, as everyone, as you, we've been recording these episodes, I've let everyone know that I'm rewatching the Clone Wars chronologically so I can rank each episode and their top five moments. Um, and right now, I, I just watched Shadow Warrior in season four, so I'm almost to uh, season seven. Uh, so I'm, what Michelle was talking about the episodes before we recorded and i was like dang i really want to go back and watch those now but yeah i'll get there so i can confirm with you that that's cool thank you for bringing that up that's awesome that's that's a great point and i i kind of you said that and i thought about it the other way like you said it like they could be taking orders like um like from palpatine but he's like I, i feel like he said it in a way or at least i heard it in a way that he was like he's like who do you you know take orders from or whatever and he's like i couldn't tell you like like he doesn't know like he has no idea. And I feel mm. like if he had the chip, all clones would say, I take orders from the chancellor because like they wouldn't question or anything. Like you ask him who their commander is and the chancellor's their like Supreme guy. Mm. So if they didn't have chips, maybe they, you know, mm-hmm. so that could be the thing too. But I feel like it would make um, sense too, for them not to have chips because these guys are, are pretty 
pretty tough, you know, like, hmm. I feel like you wouldn't want to take the risk of maybe, <laughs> you know, controlling them with a, a chip. Maybe you tell them the, maybe you tell them the truth and they're hmm. just doing your stuff like as, as normal people just because you don't want them to get out of control or anything, but I don't know. Quite the twist. If we found out that they were like willingly like committing, you know, acts to further the empire, like immediately yeah. after order 66, that would be fascinating. I feel like I would be a little, a little heartbroken. Yeah. A little sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Oh. Yeah. Dang. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, because I, I don't think that, or I, you know, e- each of them has their own personality and maybe they do have the chips inside and their pa- personalities or characteristics will play into that. Right. Like we could have tech, like maybe they start experiencing, you know, like start like, um, you know, falling into the trance of order 66 and then tech is like, what the heck is going on? And somehow cybernetically, or even, um, echo was able to cybernetically bypass that. And then they're mm-hmm. him and he, yeah. you know, echo teams up with tech and they're trying to figure out what the heck is happening to Hunter and wow. Wrecker and Crosshair. <laughs> and they're trying to figure That's it awesome. out. And like, all right, let's, all right, we got to like open their heads up and we got to remove that uh that chip stat like i don't know what's happening oh that's so, so cool that would you know i think that might play into that but mm. that would be like that would be like the saving grace like echo mm. deciding to be a part of their squad is the reason because i feel like his chip is for sure gone like i, I know i yeah. feel like he is not like his brain was messed with you know i feel like it's not going to work on him so mm-hmm. he could be like the saving grace of that squad like him deciding to go with them saves them because he he's the one who finds out that the chips are and that'd right. be cool because fives you know them two they fives. were the two guys so fives figured it out and then echo figured it out on his own too that'd be that is a great point though like because echo is a is a reg <laughs> you know if i'm using <laughs> the terminology from the bad batch but <laughs> echo is a reg but because of his like what they did to him there's no and there's no way he like if we're going with the theory that they don't have the chips at all then that makes sense why he would no longer have it. But to your to your point, if he if they all do, then like Echo's gonna be the one to yeah, he would be the save one them. To, yeah. That'd be really mm-hmm. cool. Like that. That's amazing. Like, I just thought about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> all you guys said stuff that I totally did not think about. That's why we're here. <laughs> good stuff right here. Awesome. So Star Wars Doom from Instagram, he asked us, um, what is our opinion on the Bad Batch saving Grogu? And Michelle, I want I want you to kick this one off for us. What is, on that theory, the the Bad Batch saving Grogu? Ahsoka was talking about the Bad Batch who took him and saved him. So that's a it's, theory. It's so. funny when you first mentioned that. I actually assumed you were referring to after, like saving Grogu from. <laughs> Luke's temple oh no (laughs) but now that you say that I'm like oh like that that that's what I first thought but um I've never heard of this theory until now um and I don't think it makes a lot of sense personally oh really you thought we were talking about Luke's temple But, but but if but if you are saying in the beginning of the story of how Grogu was saved from the temple and then hidden away right if you're talking about that um I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, to your point, Ahsoka says that he was saved from the Jedi Temple, presumably saved by a Jedi. So I don't know that the Bad Batch would be the ones to save him. And I doubt that... 
like they're not they're you know they're so they're clones and they are far removed normally from the workings of the jedi so that would be interesting to me if if they somehow were on coruscant and somehow like knew like we have to save this child but it is a theory for sure it's 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 a it's a theory i mean i'll (laughs) I'll give it to him but i i i don't think that's that would be the case at all they don't they don't even care about regular clones and you know clones love each other they're all bros and stuff but i i highly doubt that they would care about a little baby i want to say baby yoda but people hate that but a little baby yoda species dude (laughs) running around you know i i don't think and that means they would be there while anakin's attacking the temple oh true and i I mean that I don't think that makes any sense to me, but yeah. I, I don't think that's the case. I I, I struggle with this a bit because um, I, you have to well see you know seeing what people have pieced together from the scissor reel and saying that the Bad Batch might be elsewhere when Order sixty six starts or they might even be on Kashyyyk uh, when it starts. Like I was going to ask I'll, about that. I mean, there, you know, it might, it, you know, that might happen. We still don't know. That's that's unclear where where there, where this uh, where it's going to start. I'm convinced it's going. The story is going to begin before Order sixty six. Do you guys think that? I think that too. I yeah. think that they'll show. I think they're going to show the. Oh, I totally cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, yeah, just the same thing that you were saying. I think I don't think they'll know what happens. I think yeah. they'll take a mission from the Republic go on a mission, come back, and then the Republic's the Empire. I think that's... Mm. I think yeah. That's gonna yeah, that, I, uh-huh. I think they're going to be on some random planet doing some random assignment, and then they're going to receive word from their mysterious commander, and then they'll return to Coruscant, and they'll watch Palpatine give his good old the good old good speech, old speech. Uh, which I can't wait to see <laughs> again. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I think then they're going to just be like told to go back to Camino and start their training slash mercenary missions. That's my theory. Ooh. Um, yeah. I mean, with the Grogu theory, I don't know. It's you have to first, um, you have to first set the theory in motion that mm-hmm. they're anywhere near Coruscant. Okay, which it always seems that the Bad Batch, like Quinlan Vost, are always away from Coruscant. By the way, we'll talk about how I want Quinlan Vost to be in the show, but that's later. That's um, coming up <laughs> after the commercial uh, break. I, I mean, listen, I I always well, you know, from I've gathered from the episodes, it always seems Bad Batch was always sent um, on the front lines of war, but always uh, they were on the front lines, but working behind the scenes. You know, they were just sent like. Oh, you're gonna go here this week. You might go there next week, but never near Coruscant because, yeah. well, they're not needed there. It's not, you know, it's it's not a special case. So first, you have to set the theory in motion that oh, they're anywhere agree. near Coruscant, and then you have to like set motion. Oh, they might have their, or they even have their chips, or they don't have their chips, and oh, they had they happen to stumble upon. Well, first of all, why would they even go to the temple if they don't even have their chips? Like, oh, let's just follow everybody else. Like, okay. Um, and then set in motion like, oh, they stumble upon this Yoda's this Yodeling and take him along. So I don't know. Yeah, I to be the theory is not. Um, I I don't like saying not credible, but it's just it's a little too far fetched for me. So I don't a lot buy of into stuff it. Has to happen. Yes, yeah. to, <laughs> to make that the case. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Here is our next question. We got um, Wyatt's Harden. He's from Instagram, and he asked us, do you think that the special ops commander, the one we see from the sizzle reel, is um, Cody, Crosshair, or someone else? I don't think it's Crosshair. I'm going to say that right now. No, because we see him yeah, we with see the him others. Like, yeah. I think it's Commander Cody, straight up. I, I don't Really? I, I think it's Commander Cody. He's, bro, if, if the Bad Batch are going AWOL or they're, they're going somewhere else, like they defected from Order 66 or whatever, and they're being hunted down, I think they're 100% going to call Commander Cody because Rex didn't even know who the Bad Batch was, and that was towards mm-hmm. the end of the Clone Wars. Right. And Commander Cody has supposedly worked with them a lot. And it would be a perfect way to say where Commander Cody is. That's always been agreed a hundred percent. And they have so much respect for him that it would just not exactly. only make it like, oh, here's this villain of the week type thing, or oh, the the ops guy or the ops team is like close to catching us, right? Like it yeah. actually has some mm-hmm. value when it's Commander Cody and there's some actual relationship or past relationship there. And imagine, and it would make sense, like okay, right away. Let's be honest here. The Bad Batch would wipe these people out, these of this course. co-op team, right? <laughs> But if they see Commander Cody, what if they're trying to help him out? That would be cool. Exactly. And I feel hey, like they would put up a better fight blown. with Commander Cody. Because <laughs> wasn't Commander Cody like the the best clone, like the highest ranked clone or whatever? So I feel like he – and if anybody knows how to take Bad Batch down, I think it's for sure Commander Cody. That would, I mean, and it just – for me, I would love something like that, not because um, I, I, I want more Commander Cody stories because I do, but it adds like a layer of – of narrative and also like um, just a relationship issue that we get to deal with rather than like the team bickering with Wrecker or vice yeah. versa with Echo. <laughs> I, we, I, lo- I, I like that banter, but you know, it could get annoying. You, you only can and, do so much, you know, exactly do. So, I mean, look at rebels, right? Ezra and, and Zeb, it was nothing but banter for like the first yeah. three episodes. And then they gave you an episode like, okay, let's fix this banter where we can set them up on a, like a brother, you know, have a brother, mm, yeah. brother moment, you know, have that, yeah. which I think that was, that was great. Like, I love that, but I don't know how they would do it here and also keep us like, all right, that's fixed and everything. And it's only these characters that we're going to be with. Because at least Ezra got to mingle with, you know, Kanan, Hera, mm-hmm. Zeb, Sabine, and, you know, everyone else. And yeah. with these guys, it's just them five. And, you know, so. We'll okay, see. but I Mike, mean, you are speaking to something that I don't know if this is going off topic, but you are speaking mm-hmm. to something that I really, really want to see in this show. And that is depth. Because yes. admittedly, right, the four episodes that we did get were just very action oriented. Like, you pretty much have a solid idea of the trope or the type of character that each of the Bad Batch are because they introduce that right away. Like, Wrecker is the muscle, but he is a bit of a baby. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. see Crosshair's got an attitude and doesn't like to work with anyone. Hunter is the leader, right? Like, you see... Or Tech is literally called Tech, so what else do you think? (laughs) You know, what's his thing going to be? what his thing is. So... I think you're speaking so much to like what I really hope we get with this show and what we've seen consistently with Clone Wars, with what we've seen with Rebels, and dare I say, what we've seen with Resistance is you see character arcs and you see more than just very surface level portrayal of characters. You dig into right. the relationships that they have with each other. So 
I am so on board with the Cody theory because you're introducing like interpersonal conflict, which is so interesting for characters that for the most part, as we know them, they can't really have attachments to each other. Well, Bad Batch would be a unique situation, but clones, all, all other clones, they prepare themselves to lose their brothers every battle yeah. they go into. And so even though the show's done a really good job of like, like obviously we're all attached to the clones and we love, you know, Fives and Echo, the team or whatnot, but like, oh, I just think, oh, that would be so cool. And I'm so on board for it. I'm about <laughs> to cry. <laughs> that, was, that was deep. I'm about to cry over here. I mean, I think like you, what you said, because you and I have talked about this uh, oh, yeah. a year ago about the Bad Batch. And to me, you know, like you said, the episodes were very action oriented. And I'm going to be honest with everyone. I tried rewatching. This was a year ago, right? After the mm, first episode yeah. came out. I was like, let me, okay, let me rewatch it. Um, and I knocked out because I was tired from school admittedly, but like when it's just action heavy stuff, like I just fall asleep. Like I, you know, I ironically it just bores me when it's just a mm. uh, loud noise, you know, rather than story. And yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, yeah, that I would love to see depth and I knew that we were going to get it. But at first I was shocked with the news. I was like, these guys of all the things we could have right. done in a Soka and Rex show, you guys are going to give us um, about, you know, uh, the standpoint from these characters, yeah. the perspective from these characters. But I always said since day one, I think there's talented people working on the show, like Carrie Beck. Go back and listen oh, to gosh, Rebel yeah. Recon, okay, oh, with her God, yeah. describing the characters, talking about Sabine Wren, understanding Harris plight. Like, the way she breaks down each of the Rebels characters in her various interviews for Rebels Recon on, on YouTube or StarWars.com, wow. Carrie Beck is just, is just a force to be reckoned with, and I think she just understands characters, and she knows yeah. how to do character work because she's you know, she was there uh, collaborating with Dave Filoni daily for Rebels. So, I mean, hey, uh, I think I think she's awesome. And then we also have, like, uh, Athena Portillo. She's amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. So, yes. We have great people working on this show. And then, of course, we also have um, Brad Rao, who's mm -hmm. who's been working on Clone Wars, like, since forever and Rebels. So, yep. uh, I mean, he got his own character, Fen Rao, in, in Rebels. <laughs> so... Yeah, we just have great people working on the show. So I have a lot of faith. A lot of the writers are from people we've grown up with. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the character work that's going to be done. But I'm also excited for the era. So let's, let's, let's eat. <laughs> let's eat. <laughs> I agree, man. And also it's, it's like, you're right. Like it's an obscure type. Like you're, you're like, come on, man. Bad Batch. Like we're going to show about them. But in, in my, from my point of view, I see that as, they have like a must need story to tell right here because yeah. that's kind of a, you would think that they're, they're running out maybe in 10 years, they're running out of ideas. So they make a bad batch series or something, but they're in, they're in prime time right now and they they're taking the time to make a bad batch story. So I feel like there's, there's definitely something important about that. I mean, that's what it seemed like, right? Like I was like, bad batch. Are you kidding me? But I mean, obviously there's a story to tell. So I'm, I'm interested in, I'm kind of scared though that, I'm glad we're talking about characters and, and more of a, a depth look into these characters, but like I'm scared because all I'm seeing, and I mean, as a fa as Star Wars fan, I do this all the time. I, I want to see connections when I was talking about force awakens way back when I wanted mm -hmm. to see connections to this. I wanted to see maybe an old Kanan, right? 
I want to see that stuff in here too, but I also want to see, um, um, like, like we, we've been purpose. seeing, right. It has to have purpose rather than, Hey y'all, let's yeah. show you a fantastic, right. Fantastic. <laughs> let's show you a very fan filled, um, lore type thing where we fill in the gaps. Like I want it to be more than that. I'm a lore guy. Love my lore. But I also love a good story. So um, give us give us a good story first, and then sprinkle in the lore and familiar characters. Because right now, yeah, I just see the excitement being like, I can't wait to see Order sixty six again, or I can't wait to. It's nothing about the Bad Batch themselves. It's just yeah, more literally. about like <laughs> I can't wait to see yeah. um, clones on Camino. I can't wait to see Commander Cody possibly. So that kind of scares me a little. Listen again, I'm a fan. I know I know what you guys are talking about. I. I speed read through books sometimes because I just want to get to the to the good parts where like Qui-Gon Jinn once I don't know he fell down while he was meditating in space you know like cool tidbits like that right Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean I I just want a good story so if y'all are gonna hate me for it I understand but I just want a good story some people hate you anyway so it's all good yeah that's true (laughs) I love it um, I think it's I was going to say, like, relating back to the characters things, last, last thing on this before we move on to the last question, uh, next question. But um, I was just going to say, I just, I'm really excited to see the, the dynamic that the squad has, like, within themselves. Because they're all fighting with, like, regular clones, and they obviously don't work with regular clones a lot. And they, I mean, I don't think they work with Jedi a lot either. So I want to see like just them on their own mission. I feel like they'd be pretty crisp at what they do, especially if they've been doing it throughout the entire Clone Wars just by themselves. I feel like they're yeah. they're gonna have a close and like a nice nice teamwork in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to yeah. see that. We're next question. <laughs> we got next question. Um, movie rankings 32 from Instagram. Um, they asked us. This is relating to that other question too. Um, will the Bad Batch meet up? With Rex, Gregor, Wolf, or any other clones after Order 66? So, yeah, that's another thing. Will this happen? Will that happen? I want to see this, right? Um, I definitely just, I think this is one of the cases where, all right, we had, they, they let's be honest here, they shoehorned in the Bad Batch in, in the final season of Clone Wars uh, so they could set up the series, which is cool and everything. Uh, but I would love to see if they shoehorned in a cameo from Ahsoka and Rex before Rex, before Rex meets up with the other clones, he's just with Ahsoka uh, for a while, maybe, you know, a couple months and Bad Batch stumbles upon them. I will love if, if they were shoehorned in and it sets up their own series. Like, okay, right now we have a, a live action universe going on right now for the TV shows, Mandel universe, right? We could do something in live action, setting up like a little event. Like that would be cool. So um, with the clones, sure, throw them in there. I think, uh, well, I don't know how much involvement Dave Filoni has in this show, but I'm sure, you know, he's talking to Athena Pertillo every now and then and, and, and Carrie Beck and the other writers every now and then. I'm, I'm sure he has like, well, now he's like that George Lucas role where they'll yeah, just like call him up and be like, Dave, what do you think about this? What do we... And then he'll like suggesting to suggestings to them or be like, I really want you guys to work with Gregor and show his, his journey from where he was, you know, left for dead on uh what was the planet's name? Ag, no, not Agamara. Ab- um, Abafar? Abafar. Oh, pulled that out of the deep hey, memory you know there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I knew it was Abafar. There we go. Not Agamar. Abafar. I don't right? know why I remember that. <laughs> That's so amazing. Happy. Abafar, you know, I want you to show his journey from Abafar to, uh, you know, uh, Narshada and uh, um, the Bad Batch will stumble there for a, for a mercenary job and mm-hmm. get there and they stumble upon Gregor and then they help him get home or to his next step or they're really the ones uniting Rex. Like, let's say they run into Gregor and it's like, hey, we just ran into Gregor, our old friend Gregor, like, and Rex is like, where? Take me to him. Then they connect Rex with, with Gregor and then they connect Wolf with them. Like, that would be cool. Or maybe there's another clone that joins them that maybe died by, you know, on the on the desert of Silos. That'd be cool. So that'd be, that would be cool. But yeah, I think we'll definitely see him at one point. I would think it would be a missed opportunity if you will if we didn't see them so yeah i just checked by the way um dave filoni is executive producing the show oh he is mm-hmm. oh okay well is that what is that the role george lucas had for clone wars as executive producer was that oh gosh probably i don't know off the top of my head I'll look this up. M- Michelle, give us your take on give us your take on the question. Well, I guess this is a tough one because part of me, I think, kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Mike. Like, if it's just bringing in all of these characters or places that we've already seen, you don't want it to get overcrowded and not have enough originality or just newness to it so honestly i'm kind of team like not seeing rex and ahsoka or gregor or wolf to be honest mm-hmm. um only because i think that there could be an entirely different story to tell for them because to your point like rex somehow in rebels rex ends up with wolf and gregor which based off of the stories that we know it's like, well, I want to know what, how they ended up together. Like yeah, they're that, super separate squads. Exactly. Like, totally yeah. We all think that Gregor is dead and Lord yeah. knows where Wolf is when Order 60. Oh, well, I suppose he. Not even sure. Do you think that he shoots? I'm like, oh, my God. Do we know if who's the, who's the clone that shoots down Plo Koon? I don't, oh. I don't think it was Wolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, it was another thankfully. clone. I forgot who it who it was yeah. specifically but maybe caleb would know but it was uh yeah, it was not would. uh it was not wolf thankfully yeah. so i that's to me that's such an like wolf has no reason to reject from our knowledge wolf has no reason to reject order 66 gregor possibly similar to echo suffered a major head injury so perhaps his chip just doesn't go off and he's would also potentially be out in the middle of nowhere so he wouldn't have any jedi to go kill hypothetically right but like so i'm basically where what i'm getting at is i think the story of how rex gregor and wolf end up together is an entire i think there's really a lot of room for that to be its own thing whether Mm -hmm. that is a comic a animated show a book um so yeah i don't know i think it would be really cool to keep the bad batch just separate from the rest of them that be yeah that'd be I, you know what? Either way, <laughs> I'm just excited for this. But yeah, that, I mean, for me, the less, you know, I, I think we already have so much to deal with and so much on our plate or on the plate that like explore the era, 
Could Quinlan Vos show up? Could this Jedi show up? A new Jedi is, you know, what happens yeah. during this time? What what are the clones experiencing? Uh, I mean, we've gotten tidbits in the comics and, and such. Like, they're still, like, in their state of Order 66, right? But, I mean, I'm just excited to dive deeper. So, we already have a lot to explore. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just, if they, if they go that route, awesome. If they don't. I'm I'm just hoping yeah. that the story's there, holds up, and I I'm set. But to answer the question about uh, George or Dave Filoni uh, or George Lucas's oh, yeah. role in Clone Wars, it was executive producer, so he's oh. he's basically the George Lucas of the series. Full circle. So that's cool. Love that. Full circle. <laughs> um, I think yeah, if if Rex is gonna Rex and Ahsoka are gonna show up, I think it would kind of take away from the bad batch like we would start watching it for them instead of the bad batch which it's like that's what it's about so that's why i don't think that they would unless they're only popping up for a little bit mike was talking and i got an idea this is this is a crazy theory but like what if this this theory is off the (laughs) this is fun though so what if tech and echo come up with like an easy way to get the chip like to like disable the chip or something so they create like oh. a clone revolt or something or like and they give it to rex so rex can go find wolf and gregor and then they use that little easy method that they learned to create a clone revolt or something like that i'm not <laughs> Ooh, that's crazy sick. that's crazy theory talking right there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um this is another question <laughs> we got three related questions right here but hey it's it's all good stuff so oliver jenkins four on Instagram, he asks us, what are our most wanted character appearances? And I'm going to try and say that makes sense. <laughs> like, let's not say Darth Maul or, I don't know, they're running mercenary <laughs> miss- missions, so we maybe could see Darth Maul, but like, things that would most likely make sense. You know, what, um, Michelle, you want to start us off? Just like, who sure. would you want to see the most? Okay, well, this is interesting, because you guys have both alluded several times to various Jedi that we know have survived Clone Wars or Clone Wars, the Order 66. So, like, Quinlan Voss or Kanan. And I had never thought of that. Like, I just, for whatever reason, I did not even consider that we could see Jedi. But as far as characters that aren't Jedi, I kind of actually think your your thought there about, like, the underworld, the criminal underworld... Like yeah, I, mean, could, I would like, be interested. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like Dryden Voss or Kira. Like Ooh, that'd be awesome. I I am craving more Kira content with my very soul. So that would be really yes. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Uh I think it would be really interesting since we know that they're going on mercenary missions, if this show kind of gets into like the dirty business of the Empire taking over on different planets and such and how the empire is going to establish its foothold or where doesn't it establish its foothold right away and instead is these criminal markets are in charge or whatnot um yeah i guess those are my thoughts there but i'm most curious to see who you two have thought about well you know i've already said my my answer i I really want to see I want to see Mr. Quinlan Voss. I think mm. he was done dirty in Clone Wars. Uh, not his take on the character, but like they were going to 
you know, have him come back and, and really the, the episode with him and Obi-Wan was just a setup for future, for a future episode hmm. um, or a future arc. And it was going, it, we were going to get like eight more episodes oh with Quinlan Voss. So it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's so, the dream. That, oh. You know, I mean, great that I got, got it in a novel, right? But it's yeah. not the same as not seeing, the same. Oh, it's not the same. Uh, love my books though, but it's not the same. <laughs> and I, I, I like the I tears just, over here. I'm crying over here. I just read uh, Alphabet Squadron Shadowfall and I'm over here crying. Um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yeah, I just, I really would love to see Quinlan Voss, what he's up to. It's already been alluded to in the, in the comics that he's, he's alive, he's out there. Um, is, yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, that's the, cool. pos- the possibilities are endless. And I was actually just reading his file by Tan Devo from the Clone Wars, the inspector, like there's this like in-universe book, they have like a file thing and you could read about like all the files that the family has on, on, on various characters. And they were always keeping an eye on him, but he was like very friendly with the Coruscant police with the, um, the investigative forces. So they always respected Quinlan boss, but they always kind of kept an eye on him and, and it was like, but his whereabouts after Order 66 are unknown. And I'm like, oh, hmm, wow. bro, you, you have to tell me right now, Quinlan, <laughs> Quinlan Voss, tell, I need somebody, somebody say this to me, bro, so I can get mad. Somebody tell me that Quinlan Voss is not the perfect Jedi to be working with the Bad Batch. Dumb together, bro. Yes. Oh my oh. gosh. I'm, <laughs> that's, I just, that's chaotic, bro. That's too much. So we're That'd recording this on March 2nd. 2021 and it's a you know uh you probably see on instagram from um michelle's post or mine like march 2nd is just a big day in star wars and but like one the first post that i posted today was with uh, a scene between quinlan boss and obi-wan and this (laughs) bad batch are always like the type of dudes that like they won't open the door they'll just kick it down and storm your place no matter what even if they they're just coming in to ask you know uh, yeah. For a favor, they'll just break yeah. your door down. This is what Quinlan Voss does, right? He goes to Zero the Hut's um, mother's house. He just breaks down the door and slashes it into pieces. And then Obi-Wan, of course, is like, Voss, someone lives here. And then, and then uh, what's it? Zero the Hut's mom is like really upset. It's like, y'all are like breaking into my house, breaking down my door. Like, what's wrong with you guys? That's and Obi-Wan hut. right away says... <laughs> thousand pardons madam he hasn't mastered the concept of knocking and it's oh <laughs> i was driven to tears when i was watching the episode i'm like that's just so quinlan boss so yeah they're like carter said they're perfect just such a perfect match perfect so yeah i, I would agree. i would love that i wouldn't okay so i know you guys had said like you don't want the spotlight taken from bad batch but a, a pattern that i've noticed is um you know, and Rebels, when they were bringing on Ahsoka and Rex, like everyone was excited because we didn't have closure yet with mm-hmm. the characters mm-hmm. because they were abruptly taken from us. So when they were appearing in Rebels, it's like, oh my God. And I understand, you know, I, but I was one of those people that was like, okay, but like, I, I still need closure too, but I love these characters that we yeah. are with now that I don't yep. want the spotlight to be taken. And Dave Filoni and company did it so masterfully that they had all yeah. these big not just characters but storylines you know we got to see the completion of ahsoka invader 
And it was done so masterfully that it didn't take away anything from the characters. And it, overall, re- retrospectively, it just added to their to their development, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at the characters post uh, Twilight of the Apprentice. So, I mean, I, and, and same with Mandalorian, you know, all these rumors coming out that Bo-Katan was going to be on, Boa Fett was going to come back, um, Ahsoka was going to be on the show. I mean, look at all the rumors, and then it turns out, like, you know, there was people, like, kind of keeping their guard up, like, guys, I don't want the spotlight to be taken away from Mando and 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 Baby Yoda at the time. I don't want the spotlight to be taken. And guess what? The spotlight wasn't taken. So, yeah. maybe at the end with Luke Skywalker for a moment. just going to say, moment, except right? for when Luke showed up. <laughs> yeah, Luke, except Luke shows except up, everything's, Luke. yeah. He, he can but, take the spotlight. But after, you know, after these two times, you know, Rebels handling it well, Mando handling it very well. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm open for them mm. injecting Quinn Lavos. I'm not – I wouldn't be down for Ahsoka and Rex to be there consistently. But if they were there, like, a few times or open up communication channels with them, hey, I'd like that. So, um, but I understand oh when I people say, uh-oh, tell us. Um, no, you said opening up communication channels, and that made me think of Fulcrum. Fulcrum, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yep. I just got like, oh, oh, like, oh, my God, we could see Ahsoka when she's first becoming Fulcrum. Oh, oh, cool. oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I anyway. love that. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree, though. And and before I get into my uh, my uh, characters, um, Bad Batch is – I already said the word obscure, but I'm running out of vocab. So I'm going to say it again. It's, it's like an obscure topic. So I feel like including Quinlan Voss would not be weird for anybody watching. Like nobody, everybody watching the bad batch, I feel like is, would be pretty familiar with Quinlan Voss or they'd be, they'd be happy to learn about him. It's not like they're putting him in, you know, some like Mandalorian super, you know, everybody knows about Mandalorian and stuff like that, but I feel like it would be perfect. Perfect, man. Get Quinlan Voss in there, man. I'm done. But um, also, I was thinking about this when you guys were talking. Um, how about Barris? What if we see the formation of the Inquisitors or something, and Barris and the Grand Inquisitor or something, something with Barris? You know? Ooh. Uh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I do like though what's lingering in my head right now. My thoughts, <laughs> my never-ending thoughts, is Michelle said that you would love some exploration of the criminal element. And I'm, I would shoot, I would love if they, you know, they're mercenaries. So they're obviously going to teeter that way. I would shoot. I'd love Dryden Voss. They got the, the animation for him done. Oh I mean, yeah, they, hey, they got they, it. They could use him. Uh, hey, Paul Rudd, are you doing anything after WandaVision? Uh, get, oh, no, not Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul, um, Rudd. <laughs> Paul Benny. Jesus. Paul Bettany. <laughs> Paul Bettany, like, Too hey, are you Pauls. doing anything? After- yeah, I know, right? Uh, Paul, Star Wars boss, but uh, the best Paul. But yeah, Paul Bettany, like, are you doing anything after WandaVision? Get him in there. I will. One of the things that I love in Star Wars that hasn't been, like, really, really explored in, like, the movies and TV shows is, like, the criminal underworld. Like, mm-hmm. I was reading uh, the Poe Dameron book a while back in August, and it talked about the. Um, uh, the criminal element after the the empire fell and how it was in such disarray because the new republic couldn't like keep on top of them like the empire was and it just it just got worse and 
I do want to see what the, you know, how they go from Republic to Galactic Empire. Like, does that change? Uh, better or worse? So, yeah, I, yeah. I would like, as Michelle did, I, I, I love that. And especially the, the change of um, Clone War. I mean, not Clone. <laughs> I did that too. Um, <laughs> clones into Stormtroopers. I know they're not Stormtroopers, but they're definitely from, especially from the trailers too, the little that we saw, they, they're walking around like, like stormtroopers they are they're not the lovable folks that that we know you know what i'm saying it seems yes. like that maybe they are maybe they're just bloodthirsty uh lovable people but <laughs> we got we got one one question left for today um and it was star wars lore master and captain rex daily they both both ask um similar questions so why not just say both of their names but um what about the series are we most excited for? Michelle, you were talking about um, depth, but uh, how about you go in depth about that? Ooh. Ooh, very nice. Um, yeah, I mean, character development for me is always such an interesting thing to see. Like, first and foremost, when we don't, we do have characters that we don't know a lot about, but I would really just love to see a wider galaxy like new places new planets new peoples um i guess i guess because it's on my mind like i do want to see that like darker side of like the empire coming to fruition and where the what's the conflict there for the bad batch are they going to willingly go along with it are they not um that's a lot of thoughts into one word yeah one sentence but yeah, <laughs> yeah. lots of things <laughs> And then another thing, um, Mike, you were talking about this earlier, how the Empire had such a strong grip on the criminal empires and stuff. It would be cool to see the the Bad Batch as like the enforcers of, like that keeps everybody in line, they keep everybody in check. And that's why they were so secured because the Bad Batches, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. They're pretty freaking strong. So they, they could be the reason, <laughs> but I, yeah. I say that's, that's not likely, but that would be cool. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that'd be, I don't, I, mm, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's very likely, but that would be an interesting take. I mean, I'm always open to different ideas. Yeah, so Maybe for yeah. like the out of control ones, they send that. I, I don't think they'd be the enforcers for everything, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I just, I know we'll get more deeper with, with knowledge. Just like little tidbits come out. Like you guys realize like within the next month, like, once right now the Disney Plus is promoting uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier. By the way, I was over here mapping out Disney Plus's release schedule. People were telling me, "Oh no, Bad Badge is going to release it like early February, like Clone Wars last year." I'm like, "No, I don't think so. WandaVision is going to be their big push." I was right. No, March is going to be the month. I don't think so. Like WandaVision is going to end. Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to start up. They're like, "Yeah, I know they could do two things at once." Guess what? Uh, Bad Batch is coming after uh, Falcon right, and Winter right. Soldier, right? <laughs> yeah, right after, right all after. Of them. right? So I mean, I mean, look, I was right, but uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't. I'm just excited to like get right now. They're going to be pushing, uh, you know, WandaVision and its end, and then they're going to be pushing Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then we're going to get like in while the series is wrapping up, we're going to get like a trailer. We're going to get another trailer for Bad Batch, so. I, as we go along, like most of our theories that we've been saying are more, more of our wants and needs, they're going to be taken away as we learn more information. But right now, it's just a fun phase to like 
you know, hearing Grogu theories, hmm. very suitable for the show, but, you know, hearing <laughs> Grogu theories, hearing this and that, Quinlan Voss, like, I'm sure it, in a month or two, it's all going to change. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm just excited right now to, like, pitch things out a, a, yeah. and whatnot, or, you know, Carrie Beck could come out saying in an interview, oh, you know, like, they do have the chip inside them, you know, they're going to go through Order 66, we're going to see that. Everything could change, but right now, it's just a fun time just to speculate as a fan. Yeah. Hell yeah. And honestly, honestly, because I, I don't really, well, nobody really knows exactly what could happen. I mean, we said a couple of theories that I would be super, super excited about, but like mainly I'm just excited to get back into the Clone Wars animated universe. You know, I, I, I miss yes. the animation. Already. Hell like, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was sad without it. And um, I'm just, I'm just glad we're back. It looks so good. Yes. Look, like a, a like, tiny little trailer, man. It looks so good animation i i know it you know clone wars gets the praise it it deserves and so rebels rebels is really coming around to getting yeah, noticed like by it, fans man. but you know it's just um you know if, if that show looks like rebels i'm still watching if the show looks like clone wars i'm still watching so yeah i'm like you said i'm just excited to be back in this animated yeah. universe where we're comfortable like i was uh, we're out of our right element. We're, we're out of our element. Watching Bo-Katan in live action, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's weird. Oh. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird, and it just feels like we're back at home, and it just feels like Friday, like Friday nights or Friday. God, literally, oh, it's it's gonna invoke that old feeling. So yeah, I'm excited. If I can just piggyback off of uh, being back in Star Wars animation, just just yes, <laughs> yes <laughs> to everything. Uh, every single animated show. Granted, there's only three but they're beautiful they're wonderful and they are just so good and criminally underrated so and just consist have consistently beautiful visuals beautiful storytelling beautiful characters um i am i definitely feel the same way i think um just being in like live action world is so different from the type of star wars that i like to just regularly consume and be a part of and everything so yeah i'm really excited live action is so high stakes like when you're mm-hmm. watching it you're like it because it, it i mean i don't want to sound lame or anything like that but like it kind of has to be a certain kind of way you know like yeah. animation they can they can go off the walls they can do whatever they want but like live action kind of has to be it has to you know feel right which is it's hard to do and fit the budget. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> like you can tell they're they're spending fat stacks. I just I just hope with Bad Batch they kind of take the rebels approach to some of the some of the like action sequences because in Rebels like it's a lot more slow down or I should say it's realistic. What people don't realize, people are like, Oh my gosh, this is so slow or the space the space mm. battles, people complain that they're slow and I'm like, guys, like look at Mandalorian like People were complaining about um, yeah, some of the action not being up there. And I'm like, guys, like, y'all don't realize this, but like our minds, well, especially mine, because I, I definitely felt that vibe. I'm like, this is a little too slow. But it's like we're trained in this anim- – we grew up and we're trained, we're groomed in the animation style of action where everything is supposed to – like Jedi are supposed to be flying off walls. Clone troopers right. are supposed to like go flying by the force of, you know, um, Anakin is supposed <laughs> to like push them over the – um like raise them up throw them pick them up or even pick up enemies and do all this fancy stuff and it's like you know 
we kind of got some of that with Luke in Mandalorian, but it's like, guys, like, the, yeah, I don't know. I just love when uh, Rebels kind of took like a more realistic approach to 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 those types of things because when you watch Rebels and then you watch Mandalorian in that, you know, in the sense of uh, yeah, action style and stuff like that, it feels the same. Like, it just feels like cohesive. And when you watch Clone Wars, which is like... <laughs> crazy you know crazy fighting crazy battles and then you watch like mandalorian or something even live action doesn't feel it doesn't feel the same so i just hope bad batch takes the rebels approach people may not like it but <laughs> hey i i think your dreams are going to be crushed on that one man yeah especially especially they after will. the <laughs> crosshairs little snipe that killed like three hundred thousand droids and and record doing weird stuff <laughs> they're definitely, <laughs> I, they're definitely I can't crazy wait for more record <laughs> you gotta stop lying, bro. <laughs> don't don't lie to the to the folks listening, man. <laughs> okay, but wait, but like actually on that note, like you know, I was talking about depth earlier. A very good job that they did with Zeb in Rebels is not making him just the, your stereotypical muscle yeah. character. Four episodes in, we understand this history he has with with Callus, and then over the course of the show, they learn to work together, forgive each other. You realize Zeb has so much more personality than just like that muscle type or even like, and you know, going back to Wrecker, one of the things that I personally hated is that they infantilized him. They made him a baby. They made him annoying, which is a very common yeah, he, like stereotype for like annoying. the muscle <laughs> character, the muscle type yeah. of character, right? This show has the opportunity to just absolutely like flip that on its head flip stereotypes on the head give characters that are currently as of right now just due to the you know we only we've only known them for four episodes it has the opportunity to give these characters just the most fascinating story and characterization that i think would be really unique and unlike anything we've had um for clones for this time period that for any character we've seen that's my little rant i'm getting inspired (laughs) I love that. I seriously do. Um, yeah, I think they did great work with Zeb, and he definitely didn't fall into that trope. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you stated every, literally every bullet point. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want them to take that approach with Wrecker. Show show something more or like yeah. something different. You know, come come to it, approach it at a different angle. But like, I'm yeah. Uh, he annoyed. He heavily annoyed me in mm-hmm. in, in the arc, but. Yeah, I am willing to give them the opportunity to change my mind. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Tech annoyed me because he just stuck to one thing. Uh, I mean, they all annoyed me except Hunter because he was just a little <laughs> bit more chillax. Yeah, I like Hunter uh, best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the obvious choice. But Crosshair just the record was annoying, but Crosshair was just I just wanted to. I just want to uh, slap that guy. Man. Yeah, I just. But you know who doesn't fall into the muscle trope? Carter. I think Carter is a a very Mm. charismatic (laughs) and and everything Wrecker is not. Thank you. (laughs) I knew that was, I don't know why I knew that, bro. I knew that was coming somewhere though. (laughs) I was going to say to you too, actually, I was going to be like, Mike is, you think he's the muscle, but (laughs) you got me first. No, (laughs) no, no, that's all you. I mean, I'll text, I'll text Carter. I'm like, Hey man, I have some ideas for the show. He'd be like, Hold on, I'm pumping iron right now. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give you some time. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> you got me, man. You got me. 
but um hey man that's all we got um for for time and questions today um i know we took a poll you guys said you liked the longer episodes so we're taking that in it's it's also a lot more fun for us to be able to um you know talk for a little bit longer and i don't even know how it would have gone with we would have had two other people we would have gone pretty fast on these questions but this was a great discussion guys um so let's let's get down to the dirty work right here guys you already know where you can find me um grogu's gang instagram no spaces you can look us up there or um at the dot bro dot wars almost messed that up on instagram too if you guys want to send in any questions or or if you have any questions about the show or anything like that you also can send them in to um grogu's gang podcast at gmail.com nobody sends them there but if you want to be special you can you can send in a question there i would that'd be fun for me but uh, yeah, where can they, uh, where can these magnificent people find you guys? Um, well, I, I, this is crazy again, cause it's March 2nd and we're graced by the presence of Ahsoka. So Michelle, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is great that we have you on today. So, yeah. but you guys can follow me, follow me at all underscore star Wars. Um, I'm going, I'm still doing my Clone Wars coverage. I'm trying to pump them out as best as I can or as soon as I can. It, it, they're tedious to do. So it's like, I got to write a script up, then uh, do the post format, but check them out there. I think the next episode or when this episode goes out, I'll probably be around um, uh, one of the Naboo or, or one of the episodes from season one. So catch me there in all my Clone Wars glory, I guess. Okay, love the plug. <laughs> that was great. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Ahsoka X Tano. Um, my focus is all things Star Wars animation. So um, I'm gonna. My this goal is, is to yeah, is to just keep everyone updated on all things related to uh, obviously what our next project is the Bad Batch. So um, I'll be sure to share any news um, and things there, so you can you can check it out fantastic i just really quickly i i want to give credit to again to michelle because they're you know she's posted and kept up with animation in such a professional sense and even there's droughts of animation where the biggest thing there is is like a little two second or like a two minute clip <laughs> on youtube and she's covering it like she's on top of that so please indulge her this is her time to shine bad batch is coming out so indulge her and yeah follow her check her out thank you definitely and if that means also, anything <laughs> it, i appreciate it so much thank you yeah i mean check out all these guys all these guys are cool check out arda and caleb all you know we love them um thank you too for both joining me today mike happy to have you as always and michelle i'm very happy that uh, i could have you on as a guest this was this was a, a great discussion. I, abs- I absolutely enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. And I really, I loved it too. I love just chatting with fellow nerds. It's the best thing in the world, really. <laughs> hey, you call me a nerd now. <laughs> you say that proudly as we a fellow call, nerd. As, <laughs> I, I like the term geek, but a nerd is okay for today. Okay, sounds good. I'll, I'll make that. Later. Oh, man. <laughs> all right all right guys but that's all we got time for today i know people have probably already clicked off but if you guys are about to go to work you know, have a good day at work make make the money you know go to school make sure to do that assignment stop putting it off i know it's due sunday but do it on friday so you have a nice weekend <laughs> and um yeah man i'm have i'll have michelle i want you as a guest sometime in the future mike i will see you next time with, with the rest of the guys will but, you yeah. though will you 
Hey man, don't don't leave that. <laughs> I might take a sick day. I don't know. Oh yeah, just like everybody else. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll put up our questions. You guys will see our next uh, the the topic for our next um, episode when we put up the questions for it. But yeah, thank you guys. I want you guys to stay safe out there, and uh, we'll see everybody on uh, the next episode, episode six. Thank you. Adios.